<clears throat> oh, now, I need to stop clearing my throat when things go live. In theory, and I can see the line in front of me moving, uh, you should all be experiencing my voice. For, for real matter, uh, evening everyone. Um, it's episode 161, The Five Ways That High Speed 2 Should Have Been Better. Um, you might have noticed, well, not not hugely lazy, but there's, there's going to be a few episodes of, of like, mostly... We're going back to our real, real matter discursive roots um, and not doing too much in the way of uh, the big development um, uh, and, and big prep episodes uh, because little baby and the need to run downstairs and look after little one um, uh, because uh, it's not fair that I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, um, but, 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 we, sh we must press on. And we are starting... Oh, it's weird. Hearts have appeared. How have hearts appeared on the... the, the how's that a thing? What, is that people liking? Have they made have they made YouTube like Twitch? Is that what's going on? How very strange. Um, uh, will there be desk cam this week? I mean, there could be, but I could also do, like... Wait a minute. I could do desk cam, but also... I mean, it will be called desk cam, but maybe if I, I can do... Uh, let's see how that works. I can do... Uh... <gasps> Uh, cam there, uh, side side cam there. So you, you get a bit of a bit of bit of experience of what's going on. And actually, uh, if we if I do something like this, if I do that, have, what, what do we see? Oh, you again see a bit of the desktop, a bit of the magic. You can see some of the stuff going on there. All the crap piled up on the desk there. Anyway, oh, there's some big face. I need to do that to make sure there's some illumination behind me. There we are. Uh, marvellous. Anyway, I don't understand why all these emojis are appearing. That seems to be new. Oh, crikey. But, um, anyway, right, enough of that. Let us crack on. So, before we get into the episode, uh, the, the COVID stats have been updated. They were updated today. And uh, what is there to say about these? Not a huge amount, other than um, they're kind of bouncing around... At the, between the 95 and 100 percent market indeed some days it's like over 100 percent crossrail has has contributed to that so it's contributed to to adding to those numbers it's pulled numbers away from uh other tfl services in theory which we don't add to this you know i don't have the tube services on on this uh on this map but if we zoom in uh, and look at the actual numbers here oh this is the seven day uh no these are the actual numbers aren't they um it's kind of dropped off in, but this is partly because so this dropping off recently is is I think a data thing, um, but actually the numbers have been where is that? That's sort of sitting up at ninety seven, ninety eight percent. You can see it's we, we've bumped over a hundred uh, and reached a hundred a few times. So yeah, you know we're, we're, we're and, and and this the important thing is this is this is despite uh, everything really important to just say this is despite everything because uh, everything's to hell so it's quite impressive that it's working this this well um so uh, enough of that anyway uh, basically let us oh there's new there's also youtube's done an update because there's all sorts of new stuff uh, appearing anyway enough of that right let us get on with things uh, everyone see you uh, see you on the other side welcome to tonight's rail matter <laughs> City 225 fades away. We begin with uh, some news. 
uh, we begin with the news because uh, there have been there's more progress progress on on the various bridges uh, that that Network Rail has to look after. This is is it Newnham? Is it Newnham? Nunham? I've not actually heard it said out loud. Uh, could be either or because stuff in Oxfordshire is pronounced weird. Um, people are seeing all sorts of things in the chat that I cannot. Um, everyone's seeing coloured names have changed colours in the chat. I have not seen that. Anyway, I digress. So, uh, sorry audio only people, you don't know or care about what I'm talking about. So, uh, here is a picture. Here is a picture. Uh, and you can see uh, this is not good. This is very, very much a collapsing bridge here. Uh, I love the optimism of these uh, ESR boards here. Well, actually, it's, technically it's a TSR because it's got a, you know, there's the termination of the... Of the... But anyway, you can see it's, basically there's a speed on. And... Um, uh, yeah, no wonder there's a speed on because as you can see from the track geometry here, uh, no, no, <laughs> hard nope. What is on screen is a picture of um, two, what are they? They're sort of combined arch truss, kind of truss girder with an arch type structure bridges. Uh, two simple, uh, and they're essentially simply supported spans by the look of it. Uh, so individual spans separate from each other, acting individually. It appears that one of them has uh, collapsed uh, at its abutment end, um, and you can see that one's collapsed because there's, a, there's the straight lines formed by the key, key clamp fencing uh, aren't a straight line anymore, and obviously into that hole that the bridge has created has fallen the track, and and it's um, I mean the the five mile an hour speed board here is you know that's a closed railway now that you don't run a railway over a collapse like that that is a collapse we we know this we've gone through this I just put this picture up but. Um, so, uh, yeah, it could be a yeah. The the, the indeed that's it's this is a right mess. Uh, yeah, as as um, campaign for North East Rail is pointing out, uh, it could be an emergency speed restriction if the Dalek is is further up the track. Yeah, well, quite. Anyway, um, this isn't the only. This is not an isolated situation because Keedby Bridge, one of our big swing bridges from a movable bridges episode, um, Keedby, similar problems. Uh, they've just closed this line because of. Um, checking similar issues so i wonder if this i don't exactly know what the structural mechanism is that's caused the, the, the failure in, in, in oxfordshire to be honest um i i await the formal report but um the railway has been closed for similar reasons at keedby uh, i don't know if that's now reopened um but this is yeah this is not not good um multiple bridges doing this falling like dominoes we should not be seeing this. Um, the reality is we're going to see quite a lot more of it over the next uh, five years, so pretty worrying stuff. What else? Um, ah, yes, that's right. There's a, a lovely... Uh, the Institute for Government has published a really nice little graphic here showing all the various stupid... Uh, yeah, England's incoherent policy geographies. So you've got all these different administrative boundaries that all horribly messily overlap each other. And this is one of the things that makes me quite angry about England... Um, is and indeed you know Scotland and Wales have similar problems but all of these should really be the same because it would make administering them quite a lot easier and yes different different administrative functions require slightly different um uh you know require a slightly different sometimes the boundaries have to be slightly different fine but i i dare say in almost all cases, that these should be overlap, and and it ties into that picture of different devolution. Remember that we, we talked about all the different forms of competing devolution. Anyway, England remains very silly. Uh, that's what we learned about that. Uh, but so does Scotland, because if we hop up to Aberdeen, um, Aberdeen uh, Rapid Transit question mark. Oh look, uh, Aberdeen Rapid Transit. So again, 
don't rapid transit is a meaningless phrase people lots of people use rapid transit to mean something it doesn't mean anything stop using it all it's that saying fast transport it doesn't mean anything so stop calling a thing a name that doesn't mean anything um it could end up using regular buses instead of specialized vehicles so basically there's a supposed rapid transit system that has now just been downgraded to buses except that that's fine Buses are fine. If you're doing bus priority and really making quite a substantial difference to the way that the that the buses operate, that's fine. Anyway, thanks to Kieran Beatty for pointing this one out to me uh, uh, at the P&J. Um, P&J, I'm wibbling my hand, but uh, Kieran's sound. So anyway, um, yeah, th- th- we've been here before. Um, this is familiar to all rail natter watchers. Um, th- th- this is what happens if you start create- calling a thing fancy and creating a fancy system without actually planning for its um you know without actually planning what the proposal is going to be and coming up with a name before actually thinking about what it's supposed to achieve so is this a case of that i don't fully know because i've not been following the the ar the the aberdeen rapid transit story hugely closely i just uh heard of it uh, it popped up a few years back and i remember it being just sort of rolling my eyes when i when i saw it appear um but just buses are fine you know Rapid transit is a, are two words that, when put together, always raise an eyebrow for me. Just just improved buses, segregated buses, more bus segregation, more bus lanes, more bus prioritization. These are all, you know, bus gates, uh, bus bollards, you, know, you name it. Those are all good things that will make a big difference in Aberdeen, which has essentially um, no other public transport alternatives. And if you then want to make that tram, great, fine. But in, if you've done that and you've done all that bus prioritization, then you've, you've kind of set the stage for the tram to be a lot easier to build anyway because you've done a lot of the detrafficking of those routes. So, yeah, um, just improve buses, folks. That's fine. Don't make it a vanity-type named project. Um, likewise, Bristol. At some point, we're going to have to talk about Bristol's transport chaos. Um, yes, absolutely. Anyway, um Oh, another story. Here is Mike Kelly, the uh, chairman of the uh, East Lanks Railway, um, who uh, here is just just vigorously fibbing through uh, through his teeth and snazzy glasses, because uh, John Crompton, having been booted out of the ELR for um, reporting a problem that needed to be solved um, about the awful culture at that railway, um, they've kicked her out, and they said that they did an independent investigation that meant that she got kicked out which doesn't make any sense because they found no wrongdoing so yeah uh, the response of this and, and from the fact that there's been a big um outpouring of support for for joanne on twitter is uh, that the chairman who didn't actually follow any of the people he decided to block just hammered his way through uh railway twitter blocking everyone um so that was really good fun uh, really good to uh, really good approaches. If you just go put your fingers in ears and go la 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 la, um, all the bad things go away. Um, it, this is accompanied by a statement from the management of the ELR, which was pretty victim blamey and unpleasant and made no sense. So yeah, damage limitation, uh, not really. They're just uh, hunkering down uh, and, but all the all the while, kind of. Um, Hurting all the volunteers who work for the ELR, who are, you know, all the good volunteers, the lovely people who work there, you know, this is not good for them. People who want to just enjoy a local, you know, asset, enjoy a visit, not nice for them. Uh, and also, not nice for Joanne, who has to, had to suffer being pilloried by a few people, mostly big support and absolutely right. But there have been a few people having a go at her over this, and uh, screw those guys. Um, so yeah, forget the uh, ELR, just uh, hop over the border into Yorkshire and visit the Keithley and Worth Valley Railway uh, instead. 
because um, it's better. And they have posters like this um, that are, uh, without being uh, kind of, uh, basically, it's like it's quite. I quite like this poster. It's it's, it's unassuming, but it makes the point quite nicely um, that uh, it's a, a railway that's open to all and, and prides itself on, on having a culture that encourages that. Talithin is a very good example of another uh, heritage railway with a really positive culture on that front. So, forget the LR, visit the KWVR instead. Right, let's talk about HS2. Right, so, um, oh, yeah, um, yeah, the ELR messaging is indeed consi- inconsistent with the known facts, which makes me lose confidence in them. So, HS2, let me get my miniaturized face up here in the corner. Hello, everyone, I'm, I'm back here. Oh, um, the train guy, uh, update as of 30 minutes ago, tracks lifted off Newnham uh, Viaduct, and Network Rail apparently says they're going to replace the bridge entirely. I didn't think that that bridge would survive. My guess about what they would do, actually, let's let's just... My, so if you've got the bridge, uh, say you've got the tracks... Oh, say you've got the tracks going along here like this, right? Uh, and, and the bridge is here like this, uh, there like this. Um, I figured that what they would do... Let's, let's just extend these a little bit. Oh, that was rubbish. Uh, let's just let's do this. So there are the tracks uh, here, like this, uh, and then you've got the bridge here. There's the bridge. Um, I figured that what they would do would be uh, construct a crossover and then do a temporary alignment uh, like this, and then do another crossover, um, and then build a, a new kind of like, just build like a Bailey Bridge, like a like a, a simple a sort of a, a simple thing. There, there, just a temporary sort of. Bailey Bridge thing that I think they might still do. Um, a single track one while they basically just bulldoze this and start from scratch. That's my uh, view um, on uh, on what they would do, but I'm not sure if that is actually what they do. They might find that they, they might just decide, um, you know what we're going to do? We're just going to, uh, we're just going to, we're just going to close the railway because it is closed anyway and just uh, bada boom this the issue with that is that that means that the so so in any project you've got the you've got you've got go uh you've got uh, 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 uh so you've got go you've got the development uh here uh and then you've got the design and then invariably on the railways you've got the build which is which happens like over a couple of weekends or, or you know over a pretty short period of time um so the, the challenge with doing it while the railways close is that this bit which is really important has to be compressed down which means that you have lots of design resources lots of people get because you cannot just put a bridge in you have to design the thing you have to design it for the right ground conditions the right yada yada and um, do all that stuff and uh, so that all gets squeezed uh squeeze there we are just uh, animating that um uh to then get your build in um, in time because the reality is you want to actually end up having like that you kind of have that much time which is d and d design development and then build there, there um which is going to be tricky so that's what you have to do when you've got these emergency works and people just pull loads of you just put bank loads of overtime and do loads of designers just kind of pulling lots and lots of extra hours to get that development and design done um you know because it's just i say development but this is also things like Things like surveys to, to actually work out what the problem is, um, uh, you know, like ground condition surveys, inspecting what the problem, you know, what, what, why is that abutment failed? Is there scour problems? All this sort of thing, and then incorporating the, that stuff down into the design to so you can progress things. So let us um, let us talk about HS two because <laughs> it's high time we did just that. Um, so, oh. 
We know that um, the rail betrayal, the, the integrated rail plan, uh, made a lot of HS2 go away. And then we also know that some electioneering, uh, in terms of Boris Johnson literally bribing Graham Brady, um, made the, the northern end of it go away up here. So it, that got rid of the of the um, of the link up here. And also, because of various stupidities, um, everything north of Birmingham is basically now on the table. And, and even we've got, you know, we've got the challenges down at Euston, although I'm inclined to agree with Tom Forth that the announcement about Euston and the delay in Euston, uh, partly there because of costs and just wanting the money to not be spent in the time you know, basically this government not wanting to spend the money right now uh, but also just to make it sound like they're not just cutting everything in the north uh, that there are some problems down in london even though they aren't necessarily so we will consider these but we are going to be talking about uh changes to the pre-irp hs2 that i think would have made it better um and then we might consider why that didn't happen as well we are not going to be talking about the post-irp hs2 because uh, screw that. Uh, we're not going to be talking about the overall UK ideal high-speed rail network because that's for another episode. We're also not going to be talking about kind of HS2 phasing strategy because I think there's an episode in that about like if you'd if you'd built a more European style approach to, to rail. Well, firstly, we can we can talk. In fact, you know what? Let's go big face on this one. Then the phasing strategy. Let's go big face. Very talk, briefly talk about this. This is a question that comes up quite a lot. People sort of and it, it's related to a variety of things. Um, uh, it's related to the fact that lots of mainland european stations had more space they were kind of larger space they partly from the fact that city center had been bombed so they could expand partly just they were built larger they were built with with more space for more platforms you know don't get me wrong they're still often not as spacious as they'd like to be but generally speaking you had more space in city center stations um uh in in, in mainland um, europe compared to the uk uh, compared to gb so on a couple of, and particularly that includes track approaches. So whilst a station might well have been expanded, the approaches to that station were often not expanded because the land had been gobbled up because of the way, you know, the way that urban development worked in, in the UK and so on and so on. The challenge with that means that you don't have the space to put the high-speed services into existing stations, which is why we had to basically, you know, YHS2 basically includes within its budget several enormous new or massively upgraded stations. Um. If that hadn't been the case, and you hadn't had to rely on new massively expanded stations with the extra length as well to get that capacity, you could have done run services into existing stations, and therefore you could have done more conventional like high-speed line construction in Europe, where they just basically build a bypass, they build a Selby diversion. You know, you get that kind of, you actually build the rural bit, and 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 then the urban stuff kind of um, is its own self-contained project, and you and you could have built it that way. Of course, that would require a strategy, which this government don't have, um, but. Um, so that's kind of yes so um, we aren't going to talk about that though I mean I just have talked about it but we're not going to talk about that because again that could be an interesting episode to look at where you could actually do that and where you could use incremental upgrades to have to you know incremental upgrades I don't mean upgrade the existing network but I mean you know incremental sections of high speed line which in fairness the phase one would kind of look pretty much exactly as it does now or would it and that's what we are going to talk about is we're going to talk about HS2 um Basically, big design choices that I think I would have made differently, and I will talk about why I would have made them differently. Oh, why did I get rid of my little face? Uh, big design choices I think I would have made differently um, on HS2. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, yeah. And we're going to start. This is fairly straightforward. Um, do chuck your questions over, because I will answer them. Uh, Uncritical Simon asks, what do the UK government think is the alternative to HS2? Um, they don't. They don't think. They, they don't care. They just aren't interested. Um uh, lots of upgrades to the existing network that are not going to achieve nearly as much because the government don't understand what they 
what HS2 because no one went and did the work to actually look at what HS2 releases in terms of you know unlocks in terms of release capacity. No, they don't know what they're missing. Um, so let's crack on. Uh, we're going to start with lum number one. Uh, we're going to just start from the south, work our way north. Uh, number one, we're starting with the London Terminus. Uh, what do I think should have changed about the London Terminus? So um, apart from the fact that I think architecturally it's going to be rubbish, it's surrounded by oversight development that I think should get lost. Um, there are other problems with Euston as a station, and and we talked about quite a few of those in episode seventy nine. Why there's no HS one, HS two link, and how it should look if there was. Well, this is a little bit of an addendum to that because I think there is a possible additional thing that you could do. Um, so there are a variety of things going on here. There's a lot of lines on this map. These maps are less... We're going to get Google Earth up, which will help this be a bit clearer. But the, 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 the kind of prompt version of the map, which I'm going to scribble on, is less clear. But so the black lines up here, these, these black lines up here um, uh, are... This is, this is HS1, uh, sorry, HS2 phase one uh, up here. Uh, and uh, you can see within that you've got the, the original link the original HS1, HS2 link doing this, connecting up the North London line and then it coming coming down and connecting up with this bit of railway, which actually is both the North London line and uh, below it, HS1. Uh, hopefully that's nice and clear uh, for those of you looking. Um, so that's, uh, there, HS1 uh, there. Uh, obviously HS1 goes into uh, St. P. HS2 goes into the expanded Euston and this is... Uh, uh, this is the 11 platform version that we're looking at here. What I think you could do um, as an alternative to the original King's Cross through platform proposal, which was going to be that HS1 would have come up here and gone through here and then have kind of come out like that. Um, and you'd have had the kind of the through platforms kind of like, like this a bit, kind of like that, but when they... Uh, go back to that episode to find out. Um, rather than doing that, what I've actually got is um, I'm going to get rid of all my scribbles. Is coming off the coming off uh, the HS2 Phase One uh, tunnels here, and actually, uh, and, and and in terms of staging, hang on, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll get back to staging in a second. Right, so peeling off a new tunnel that would come round. Uh, oh, you can see my kink in my pen uh, here, and basically uh, building a station underneath the existing subsurface lines uh, under Euston. So essentially closing Euston, uh, doing a bit of a, a Enoch, uh, St. Enoch station in Glasgow type situation where you have, uh, you support all the existing underground station, but you kind of excavate around it, build a big box, expand that box um, and, and put platforms through platforms there to connect onto HS1. You might go, well, why would you do that? Well, that's that service-wise, that's problematic. The whole point is that you need somewhere to turn these services around. Otherwise, you have to have more trains to run the services. Well, I would argue the case that you'd run that, that this enables you to have that connection through London into uh, into the southeast and, and provide better connect through connectivity, and you get that channel tunnel connectivity. I think this could be an option. And what it would allow you to do um, is you could. Uh, you know, you could have a certain number of platforms here. You have, a, have could reduce the scale of this the surface plat the surface station at Euston, um, 
arguably you could then better integrate it into the existing station perhaps you could so you could build so in terms of phasing oh by the way that then comes up here goes under king's cross uh then connects up to hs1 up here so you'd have to do there'd be some wherever you do the junction there would be some challenges to get that tunnel you might have to actually bore a parallel tunnel and then do the connecting junction somewhere up here where there's a bit more space so you undermine people's houses um uh, oh, you definitely have a unified station. So to give an idea, the length of HS2 trains is about that. Uh, about that. So that distance is about the length of an HS2 train. That's about 400 metres. 400 metres. So, uh, yes, uh, absolutely would justify uh, the connection. I mean, Crossrail 2 was going to do the same thing. But I think, uh, again, you'd integrate this to the Crossrail 2 station when, if and when that got built. So anyway, I, I'm not saying this should happen. I'm saying it would have been nice if they had thought about this at the time. And I think this is a possible opportunity, you know, would have been a, a better opportunity. Because what they could have done is, stage one, you'd have done a, a simpler surface level station. Um, and then stage two, you'd have built the, you kind of built these uh, and opened and, and run these. Um, and you could have had some of them as terminating platforms. You know, you could use them as terminating platforms as, as well as through running. But it gives you a through running um, in both directions. And then stage three would have been then to integrate, you know, do a better job of integrating everything at Euston, um, both at, at surface and, and, at, and at low level. So that's what I think there. But I have technology that allows us to, to, to have a, look, a little closer look at what's going on here because, um, look, it's Google Earth. And uh, just checking, nothing naughty is on display. No, it isn't. Good. Let's go down to London and have a look, shall we? So this is going to be a bit clearer, I think. So if we go down here, uh, and you can see things a little bit more clearly about where they're going to be. Ignore the, the fact that these things are all adjusting themselves vertically. There we go. So you can see the, the HS2 is coming through here. I've only done one center line here. HS2 coming through here. Um, you'd probably end up with like a shaft here. Uh, and then it would run underneath all these posh people gardens good uh go underneath here and then it would connect up with where you basically build out so you do your best to, to so you probably build some you'd use some of the opportunities of, of demolition here and possibly purchase some of the older uh, one or more old buildings that could do with being refurbished to use as entrances to station and, and shafts and things uh, but you just close you know absolutely screw euston road just close that off entirely um create bus diversions and so on um screw everyone uh build it there um and uh, yes this require enormous planning to deal with the obviously the temporary works for such a thing but build it kind of parallel with it and then kind of essentially expand it northwards so you'd have uh some platforms parallel with this, the, the with um euston road but you'd kind of punch underground a bit further north depending on what the layout of the you know the stations underneath are um so that's the that's that's how we do it. Uh, people are asking if you plan this from the start, would you still have a, a Houston expansion at the first stage? And most most of that. Why does this keep doing this? I need to get the, the old blue tack out. But there's something weird going on about heat and wires because I think I fitted that in winter, didn't I? It's the heat is making it behave weirdly. Um, anyway, uh, sorry about that. Uh, yes, Houston expansion at the first stage. Yes. Because, no, most of it would not be unused. Uh, because most station services, you'd still have a good chunk of services pulling into the, the um, pulling in and, and terminating in London. Yeah, so, so you'd still use the, the Euston expansion. The point is that you'd get, you'd get additional potential capacity, um, and it'd be a good idea to you know, build in a potential passive provision for expansion um, of, of the underground station um, to have through services so you'd kind of get both so you'd, you rather than having to do so so for phase two 
essentially you'd then have you'd be using you'd be changing what services run where so you'd rebalance it but no i think there'd be a place for both because you would need the, the capacity for terminate most services would still terminate london um that's me thoughts um sold on this until you saw hops at all uh, this 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 yeah the hospital yeah, this this this, this it's fine there's loads there's just, you can't avoid loads of stuff that's going to be annoyed and, and bothered by all this um you know that obviously this is me doing some crayon staying there's there's all sorts of i mean this is also just today really me having a quick look at this uh for an hour before the episode i have a, a kind of a vague idea of what i would do here and you know you'd, you'd maybe alter, you'd definitely be altering the geometry based on all the underground services and lines because there are so many tunnels under here there's just a, a, a mass of tunnels um anyway so that is what i would do as uh, that's that I think would be so obviously as you all know from previous episodes I like the idea of there being a massive um a, a massive center city center of hub station down here um at uh, at Farringdon but I think as a compromise option this would work better um uh yes so so yeah agreed you'd go deep so you'd go deep so you'd have to have lots of nice fast escalators because you'd have to go quite deep to be able to get under all this stuff and there's a lot of stuff around here it would require it would be a pretty challenging bit of civil engineering um but i think it would be quite a neat link solution uh in terms of providing that connection uh, through i think that would be that would kind of work quite nicely as a as an option anyway so let us return because uh next oh yeah yeah sorry that's my little orange uh, I want the station to go here. I forgot that I'd done that. Right, next, we're going to talk about number two, Birmingham. Now, this is trickier. So, okay, Curzon Street, fine. I think Curzon Street's quite a nice station. I think it looks good. I think it's uh, it's actually a railway station. They haven't got stupid OSD on it. Um, good, good, good. I'm very pleased about this. But I don't like the fact that it's a terminal station. Uh, I don't like the fact that it's a terminal station with no passive provision for, or provision at all, for being a through station. Because... As we can point out here, um, and I haven't done any, oh, there, there is no drawing, uh, there's no mapping on here. I have a variety of problems with the, the way the railway goes into Birmingham. So the fact that the Birmingham is on a spur and isn't just every station means that we've got more complicated service patterns than we need to have. Um, yes, it is deliberately chosen because it reduces the um, the requirements for civil engineering. There's kind of a relatively clear corridor here to allow the, the HS2... Uh, kind of HS2 to bash its way through, but the problem with this is um, at some point you're going to you're going to have want to have continue cross country services in that direction towards the southwest and South Wales. Also, the fact that you have um, yes, you can have services coming from the north and going into Birmingham. You can have services coming from, sorry the northwest. You know services coming from the northeast and going in towards Birmingham. But those services it, it then means that those services then aren't going to continue down to London so you kind of have a bit of a it just feels messy and someone like William Barter could explain a reasonable justification for the for, for this um like from an operational perspective but to my mind it would make more sense and, and it is don't get me wrong the geography of Birmingham is really tricky because an ideal situation would be that you actually have a um a station that kind of, or a line, an approach, a design approach that comes up, it kind of comes, rather than HS2, the thick black line there is, oh, let me just do some orienteering. This is HS2 here, HS2. Uh, this is HS2 uh, here, and this is the, uh, this is HS2 
here, except that this bit's been cancelled. Um, and then this is also HS2. So the thick black lines are HS2. The thin black lines are the existing network. Again, we'll pull the Google Earth up and it'll be a bit clearer. Um, so if you've got this... Um, so basically, here you've got... Uh, do a little service map at the side. You've essentially got like... Um, uh, if you've got uh, the kind of the north, the main north-south corridor, you've got the, the kind of the northeast bit here. So, so this is uh, northeast. This is uh, to Scotland, um, and then this is, if you like, to uh, to to London uh, down here, uh, London. You've basically got a spur like this to get to Brum, right? So Brum there. But if you end up, so that's that's for the terminal station. But if that ends up going down here to um, to Southwest uh, or South Wales, then that means that it just seems to me that that like operationally that feels messier. If you've got the if you've got Brum Station here, that feels messier to me than if you did something more like uh, more like this. Uh, uh, like this, which is uh, there. that's to Lond London. Uh, that's to Scotland. That's to the northeast, uh, and this is to the southwest. And then put Brum here. That for me feels because then everything is going in all directions. Goes through everything goes through Brum. You get everything going through Brum. Now. Is the way you know is the solution to that because there's going to be um, there's going to be uh, I should have put interchange station actually here because the, the interchange station will be down there somewhere um, and that you know maybe the argument is well actually then the quickest way to do it is to have have the the, the line going over to the you know to the to the southwest doing something like that so actually you do end up with you know you just end up with the exchange station uh, happen you know the interchange becomes that station right. And then you have the city center station is 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 the spur, and most services can you know you still get a decent level of service saturation, and it avoids a lot of heavy civil engineering. Maybe that's the better approach, and maybe that fine. And certainly when I, as you'll see in a minute, when I start looking at things, when I when we start when I start looking at what I think the high speed network of the whole UK should look like eventually, maybe that'll be one of the options because I, you'll see, I'll I'll show you some stuff. There's gonna be some nice teasers. Um, so that's kind of so maybe maybe that's the proposal. But what you could have done is have something kind of coming up through here, uh, and then going kind of up and, and, and kind of like that, and then having the connection from the northwest doing something more like like coming in a bit more like kind of like this, and then the direct going off to the southwest again. You could then have this sort of. Uh, situation here which actually uh, sorry that yeah you know and then you could have the the or, or rather you know doing going through whatever it ends up being you know having the, the the exchange station here i know i've drawn that over the west coast main line not hs2 um having the exchange station here you know you have a, a city center station in, in brum um and then you have you know this direction is up to the northeast uh like that and then this direction is up to um to scotland uh, and then this is obviously down, continuing on on the normal HS2 route and Bulldoze and Kenilworth. Uh, that's down to London. So, so yeah, and then, sorry, and then southwest. You know, maybe that, you know, or, you know, are there alternatives? Could you, could you actually get an alignment in that that looked more like... And the reason I'm drawing these all complicated is because it is tricky. 
it's really tricky to make this work. You know, do you actually follow the existing route like this? And then do you go, oh, actually something like, or, you know, actually something. So you come in and then something more like this. Oops, let's do this. Something more like this. And then this. Uh, and then coming through like this. And then do you do something more like this? Uh, but then, of course, you lose the airport. Um, and then this, you know, you go off to the southwest. You know, is that is that the route? Is that the option? You know, uh, to you know, and you get all your various. You know, that that's the same as as uh, in both directions. There, you know, is that then the option? So you have your city center station there. Um, so yeah, that's the that's the, that's the opportunity. Um, so so the, this the reason I've not drawn anything, and you'll see when I go to the Google Earth, uh, the actual Google Earth here, if I whiz this up, uh, let's zoom out, shall we? Zoom, 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 and go up to, uh, go up here. Uh, there we are. The reason I've not drawn anything is because it's fiddly. It's really complicated getting through Birmingham. Birmingham is really hard work. It's 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 really, really hard work um, to get a decent high-speed alignment into Birmingham as the through route is hard work. So it's big, heavy civil engineering. So... Yeah, whether whether you, and my aim is always not to bulldoze existing infrastructure, existing railway network, because the whole point is that you leave that as it is, so that it can become more of a suburban high density sort of service. So it's tricky. Birmingham is really tricky, uh, and I think there's a lot. You know, there's potentially an entire episode in in, in a, you know having that discussion um, in Birmingham. Yeah, door hanger ninety three saying there's very little space to do what I've described without deep tunnels. It is very tricky. Tom is asking if the HS two tunnels are being done to British loading gauge European uh, HS 2s dedicated infrastructure is being done to. To European loading gauge, so um, yeah. So there's 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 challenges um, that there are challenges. You don't need uh, the train guy. You don't need to have quadruple tracks for for to run HS2 services at, at very high frequencies because you can do the high frequencies quite nicely on high speed infrastructure when it's dedicated high speed infrastructure. It's particularly through the city centre if the speeds are a little bit lower. You can really conveyor belt trains through there. Um, yeah, exactly. Dorian 93 is saying there's a reason they didn't try to get through Bum. Brum is uh, get through Bum. Also that uh, because the government's homophobic. No, uh, no. There's also um, uh, it, it, the key. It's 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 from a geography perspective very very tricky. But I don't think that's a good enough reason to then hamstring the entire UK kind of the entire GB rail network in a way that I think it's not not ideal. I have a feeling it'll end up with interchange and then out. Maybe that's a way to do it. You know, maybe. Thoughts on a postcard, and absolutely collect, scoop up your, um, uh, do scoop up your, uh, yeah, exactly. Adam Evans is saying Takedo Shinkansen is mostly too track and rams an insane um, amount of trains an hour over the line. Yeah, it's it's possible to 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 get massive trains per hour on a on a, on a decent bit of, of of rail infrastructure. Part of the reason that Japan manages that is because they build their trains to be very very paperweight, um, or very paper thin and very light, and with absolutely bonkers. Uh, traction motors so they have wild levels of acceleration and power um, our trains are quite a lot heavier so we don't get quite the same acceleration which does limit your, your throughput but still anyway lots um, yeah so that's there's, there's quite a lot to think about there uh, we can pick that up in some questions at the end do scoop up your questions uh, at the end if I miss any so that's that's Brum which is to be honest a bit of a big a big, a big question mark there's, there's lots of thoughts about Brum next we are going to well, we're talking about the the big Meadowhall versus Sheffield question. This is a big question, this one. Um, 
Before we do that, we need to talk about the East Midlands Hub. Um, does anyone remember this? This was a really good idea, uh, and it was uh, it has been completely destroyed by this government and by the Integrated Rail Plan. This was, you know, the East Midlands is a broad... Um, so there's the East Midlands Hub, and it had all these nice phases and so on and so on. It was focused around the HS2 station, which uh, my old graphic that I've done here... Oh, golly. Wait a minute. Let me go here and just get rid of some animations. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Uh, go, go, go. Here we are. Uh, we just want to get rid of all animations. None. There we are. And same again here, animations. None. There we are. Good. Fine. Everything is well. Whew. So, uh, lots of stuff. Uh, lots, of quite, lots of stuff on the map. This is kind of the broader regional uh, map of connecting the East Midlands up to East Midlands Hub um, at Toten which I stand by being the best option for the East Midlands by a long way. Uh, this is Lincoln up here, by the way, the one that my face is, is covering up. Uh, sorry, Lincoln, um, you're up there. So this is kind of the proposals for, and these are all timings to the East Midlands hub, as was proposed as part of the, the kind of the, the, the broad plans. Uh, and if we zoom in on the East Midlands hub itself, the whole point of this was that you essentially create uh, an S-band network, a, a suburban rail network um, that gives you dedicated, fast shuttle, you know, decent suburban services uh, through from Nottingham to Derby because this area is a big built up area uh, and if you choose to serve one you sacrifice serving the other actually it's, and, and also it's not just the urban population but there is a large suburban population of uh, you know in, in kind of spread out all over the place and, and quite a lot of you know, kind of fairly sizable villages and all sorts spread around that you'd serve better by having this hub than having people having to including those who have to have to drive to the station but then it becomes a viable option to then hop on a train you can have that space served by the, the, the kind of where the East Midlands hub was. You can't do that in the city centre. Not to mention the fact that um, the city centres didn't have the 400 metre length to build the platforms. And as currently proposed, the um, the current, let me just get rid of my scribbles, the current proposal, which is that HS2 will uh, use the existing stations. problem with those proposals is that that makes the whole network completely London centric, which is bad. It means, you know, what happens for, for people wanting to go from Nottingham northwards? What happens for people wanting to go from Derby northwards? Nada. Um, it screws them up. It screws them totally. So it's very much, uh, once again, just not uh, no one understanding what HS2 was about and, and not having any imagination for what HS2 could unlock, even if it wasn't written in the documentation. But anyway, Hub was a good idea. Uh, and yeah, yeah, go to episode 88 to, to remember more about, about that and why the Eastern Light was a very good idea. But... If we talk about, uh, so this is going to be, uh, this is here is, this is white, uh, yellow and white, which is absolutely impossible to read. Uh, well, okay, basically, I don't need to say anything. On the left here is a vague visualization of what Meadowhall Station was going to look like before it was kind of cancelled as a plan. Uh, on the right is the plans for, if they ever materialized, for what Sheffield might have looked like uh, with, if the Eastern Lake had been built with the weird ignore Sheffield, just go there on the existing network plan, which was rubbish. Meadowhall was not perfect, but I'm sorry, the proposal to run into Sheffield Midland Station was bad. It was a bad plan because you just walloped all the existing already constrained capacity at a station that's very difficult to expand. Um, so it's just a mess, a real mess of a plan. Um, do not agree with that. Remember to at me in if you've got questions, by the way, because uh, then I can see my name in red and it's easy for me to spot these things. So... Again, we have a map, um, and down here is the proposed, uh, again, this is pre-IRP, this is the proposed um, HS2 services, so the HS2 services would kind of run on the existing line, um, uh, and then run, what was the plan, and it's basically to keep doing that, wasn't it, it was to kind of keep doing that, and then rejoin, what was it? Uh, yeah, and then to kind of run back and then rejoin the network, which is obviously pants. 
Um, all right, kind of rejoin it up up here. I mean, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. We'll, we'll we'll get that back in a minute. My proposal is to reinstate Meadow Hall, and you can see this this kind of reds, these reds and oranges are the original, um, or my slightly modified version of the original Phase Two route, which was to go through Meadow Hall. Again, this South Yorkshire, and particularly the area, you know, Sheffield here. Um, and then Rotherham and, and kind of all the, these kind of the, the wider expansion here. And, and to, to an extent, to a greater or lesser extent, um, Donny as well kind of coming, attempted to come in and f feed in here. Um, far better served by having the station Meadowhall acting as a bit of a, 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 a hub and spoke model. Because then what you do is you create in t a very intensive uh, service on the existing network. So you create that that kind of really intensive service, kind of bouncing back and forth, you know, every two minutes with with decent big trains, electric service running back and forth, um, providing the connection in, so that people don't have to think when they head up to um, when they head up to up to Meadowhall Hub. Um, uh, oh, so yeah, yeah, you can't see my cursor, so I will uh, I will scribble more. Um, uh, yeah, do tell me if I'm not scribbling. Uh, should have used Open Railway Map for scribbling. Oh, it's fine, it's fine. So. Uh, you'll see why, because I'm going to go into Google Earth and you get to see things. Oh, that's a good point, actually. I need to uh, actually activate my uh, cursor, because it'll make life a lot easier for all of you. Uh, you can now see the cursor. So, but also you could then do things like, you know, the the, the kind of expand uh, kind of suburban services on, you know, for example, up towards Penniston, you could start running suburban services. You could start running suburban services, kind of actually start running proper suburban services in and around this area. The, 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 the rail network around there is rubbish because of the fact that it has all these cross-country uh, uh, services and East Midlands Railway services coming through. Oh, likewise in the other direction as well, you know. Um, uh, also frees up capacity up over Hope Valley as well. So lots and lots of uh, benefits. Um, Owen O'Neill is pointing out that the most dense set of formal mine workings in the country are on that corridor via Meadowhall. Uh, is it a major problem or overplayed? Absolutely, it's a challenge. But it's it's an engineering challenge, you know, it, it, and I'd say that the engineering challenge of going to Meadowhall was always going to be easier than the political challenge at Meadowhall because of the uh, differences in opinions of, of various local authorities in the area. Um, so, uh, no, the, the new station didn't actually bulldoze the existing shopping centre at Meadowhall. It kind of went through the car park on, on stilts. Uh, we'll, 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 in fact, you can kind of see that in the picture, actually, I think. Yeah, you can see that it, it's, it, it goes through the car park here. So you can sort of see it's just on stilts through the car park and then it's on the north side and you kind of integrate it with the, obviously that, that, that is integrated with the tram as well as the as rail. Uh, and, and you've got the M1 next to it as well. So it's, it's, it's quite a good, you know, connecting to roads is good for stations like this because again, you can create, it's a bit of a hub station. You can have people driving and then getting on the train uh, because if the train's that quick, they will actively want to make that choice. It's, it's, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a good idea. So, um, let's hop to the google earth and have a think about this because there's a little bit more to think about with that because it's not just the meadow hall station we have to compare the pre and post uh so i need to turn some stuff off to make everyone's life a bit easier here let's leave phase one phase two let's uh let me just go through here and turn off all the tfn stuff uh don't need it just one don't need that uh, we do need and uh, no, we don't need that we get rid of that that's far actually we leave that on don't need that uh we do need that uh, we do need that yeah so the thing i'm turning on and off there that's the current proposal well no it's not it's the pre-irp proposal for the eastern leg um what i've got here is to all intents and purposes the pre-consultation version 
um, of the alignment. They're um, obviously the black, the thin black lines of the existing network. So um, essentially, what you have is around Bolsover, um, you divert off the current proposals, scoop round um, kind of the back of, of Sheffield, quite close to the um, the old Great Central uh, alignment, uh, and then come through uh, what will let's let's be honest with ourselves be hard work, but you come through come through Tinsley. Have your station in Meadow Hall, there it is, so you can see there, coming through the car park, avoiding the main building. Um, and various options, so the original plan has a slower kink. I kind of was working on what you could do to actually increase increase the speeds to 125 through here. So I was doing a bit of playing, so you can see there's, there's some of my additional playing here. These, as you'll get to know in future episodes, and a little bit in this one, um, these lines, these thick lines, are my geometry that I've been doing, and the, the, the hotter the colour, um, well actually the closer to red the colour is, um, on the on the rainbow, then the, the higher the speeds. So this um, this here is uh, three sixty, I think. Uh, so then you get your three sixty, and then you connect back in and um, up to another city, which we're going to be talking about momentarily. But yes, again, and you can go. So if we go down here, you can see uh, there's Meadowhall Station, um, and we go down and you have a look at Sheffield Midland. You can see just how constrained it is. You know, where on earth are they putting four hundred meter platforms? This is already a really congested corridor uh, along here. It's this. It's just not. Uh, my my view is strongly that it's not a good idea to to have services going through there because you're just wiping out capacity that's already pretty constrained into Sheffield. So you're just making it a lot worse. Um, lots of ads. Uh, people can now see my cursor. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Uncritical Simon uh, would not miss car parks and retail parks. Build a metro. Yeah, fine. Uh, Meadowhall looks sensible. And uh, yeah, there might be people locally who. Uh, Katie, if they're uh, hello, Katie, if you're watching, uh, people who. There are lots of, and there, there's a huge range of arguments for this. For a start, you would have to do this alongside a suburban rail network proposal. You can't just have this on its own because then people are like, yeah, but how, with the current service, it's crap for me to get to Meadowhall. You know, I, I'm not going to get on a tram. It takes flipping ages. You need a fast electric shuttle on the existing network. And at that point, you then... And the, the logic of this, as I've discussed before, is that each of these hub stations, you then build a suburban network around it uh, aim, aiming to provide the maximum um, saturation of that and benefit of that hub station. This would be an overground station here. Uh, this would be an elevated station to to to. Uh, so you'd be looking at viaduct through here. Uh, digging through here would be even more hellish. Um, so um, uh, people are asking when I come into power and make this a reality. Uh, come the revolution. Uh, assume all trains would go through the new hub. I current plan uh, would not be uh, built. Uh, yes, so everything would go through the 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 current. All the high speed services would go through the current station because you want to on a high speed line. You want the simplest possible timetable. The the more simple, the more tr the more people can know that the, that basically every train that comes past them that's a high speed service is the one that, that gets them where they want to go. The better. So you want as as, as little complexity as possible. Um, and what you do then is have lots of nice services. But then, of course, the regional services. So you'd, you'd expand the existing platforms at Meadow Hall from being like basically a glorified bus shelter station to being something probably you want to add more platforms and expand that station um, so that you can start having regional services calling at Meadow Hall. So, you know, like uh, East Midlands, the, the equivalent of some of the East Midlands railway services call at Meadow Hall as well as Sheffield Victoria. So, so you'd kind of almost move the CBD up um, from Sheffield uh, to Meadow Hall. You just do that mixture, actually. So, so you'd, you know... Uh, as is common across the continent, you'd have that high-speed service. The high-speed uh, uh, trains would be calling uh, uh, at Meadow Hall with all the connection of the S-band services kind of through it in all directions. 
Um, and again, you're, you're at that point you're serving you're serving Rotherham, you're serving kind of everything up the Don Valley that's 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 otherwise pretty much abandoned. You know, Swinton and and uh, Mexborough and all that. They're kind of getting served. And and actually, if you zoom out a bit. Means that Doncaster kind of again, you'd, your your S band would include Doncaster because it's South Yorkshire. You'd connect Doncaster up through there, so you'd get that connectivity through to Doncaster um, as well. You kind of build up that corridor, and actually, that builds in a way that builds you a, a kind of quite a nice um, a, a, and Chesterfield as well in the other direction. So you'd pull Chesterfield in. Um, sorry, Chesterfield, you're not getting high speed service. It makes no sense for Chesterfield to be on the high speed rail network, just none at all. Um, so get Chesterfield on a frequent electric connection through. So that's the proposal there. What's next? What's the next spot? Um, Manchester. Now, don't be under any illusions that this is going to be an in-depth discussion because Manchester, as Dave Frankel, who's here, will know, is easily an episode or indeed multiple episodes all of its own. But I just want to say a couple of things about what I think. I mean, it, it, everyone on this should know that I'm all in favour of an underground station at Manchester. So um, there are lots of proposals. And, 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 and I've scratched around with, with thinking about what you know, don't try and understand this too much. That I've drawn better scribbles before. Uh, th- th- thinking about the priority of which services would go where, because you've got HS2 services, but you've also got services that you know you, the direction in which different people want to get. And, and actually, a better analysis would look at population density in different directions and and what potential journeys you could have. Owen O'Neill, a bit like what we do with Network Twenty Fifty, you do this, but just looking, just almost looking at compass points of like, well, how many people could potentially be connected by those? Who, how many people could be connected by those? What services would you run in which which origin destination? pairs therefore what orientation do you want the station to be you know which direction do you want trains coming from liverpool to approach do you want liverpool trains to be approaching from the north and heading southwards and uh eastwards or do you want them to be heading northwards and eastwards you know which is is the preference and, and it's not just me who's been thinking about this western williamson and partners we're looking at thinking about um the, the underground station of course at piccadilly um i i'm vigorously in favor of there being a through station at Piccadilly but exactly what it looks like exactly what that through station looks like is kind of an open discussion um and I think rightly so because there's more there's more discussion to be had there um and this scratching mess of lines well the existing station is is here and I think the existing station is, is where the station should be the high-speed station should be but it's about what that station actually looks like and this slightly pixely version because I my computer was being slow and I outputted it at native resolution rather than my usual where I do it in double resolution like 4k and blow it down let's get to google earth quick let's make our way over to um, Manchester now uh, if we just park for one minute all the fun stuff that you were seeing earlier which I can put back up just to give you some fun teases uh, oh yeah look it's all the original proposals for NPR um, uh, if Google Earth crashes now. It's not a hugely stable bit of software, Google Earth. Let's just see if it dies. Or if it does, then it's not the end of the world. There we are. So, yeah, all the different proposals for what NPR is going to look like, they are. You can all soak that in very nicely, along with some of my own additions as well. No, let's uh, get rid of all that again. Actually, you know what? Let's not get rid of all that. We do kind of want that here, because in Manchester, if you have... Let me have a think. What's the cleanest way to explain this? Let's switch all this off. Um, and then I'll add stuff back in, right? So, currently, the HS2 Phase 2 Western Leg proposals are um, that you would come up... So the black proposals, remember... Uh, oh, by the way, you can. what's quite interesting is comparing the different... Uh, so why is that one... 
Oh, that's because that's a connection with the existing mainline, isn't it? The South of Crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, sorry. Yes, I, I digress. So there's phase two A, uh, phase yeah two A coming up through Crew, uh, and the current proposal is that we come run north of Crew, uh, and then do this kind of connection. Actually, is this yeah yeah kind of come come around have the weird kink, the Goldborn link would continue onwards, but it would have this weird kink, uh, connect up to the other side of the man of, of the airport from the existing station. And then it would kind of curve around and come through um, and kind of come in and do this this thing and it would terminate in to Piccadilly. It would terminate, platforms terminate, there are terminating platforms in Piccadilly, there it is. Um, now, there are a variety of things that I think I would do differently here. And the first one is more, is more fundamental than what orientation the station is, but the first one I would do is not have the high speed line run through the middle of nowhere and neither go to Liverpool nor Manchester. Pick one and run the main line through there so that if you're coming south from Scotland and you want to get to Manchester, you can do that. <laughs> you know, what, what, the current proposals, again, very London-centric. You know, what do you do if you want to get to Manchester and, and you've got this high speed network? Well, um, nothing currently. So what I would actually propose is in some way, whatever that might be, so you know, looking at one option, one 360 kilometer an hour option around Preston, uh, it's not pretty and it's not hugely detailed at this point, but you kind of follow the motorway as best you can, um, running into Manchester and then you squeeze your way up through into Salford and then you have to tunnel, you have to deal with tunneled sections through Manchester, which is apparently the proposal anyway, is, is to have tunnel sections through Manchester. Um, come through Manchester, but actually then, as you come round and, and kind of follow the existing route, do your airport station, but rather than doing the weird kink and then uh, going round, you then just do it, you know, cut the corner, just have a straight line straight through George Osborne's um, constituency down straight to crew. So you don't do the weird kink thing that doesn't make any sense, and you have the primary route of HS2 going through Manchester, going through the centre of Manchester. Um, people are saying, isn't that the opposite of Sheffield and East Midlands where you do, where you do thread through the middle? Uh, no, because for scale... Let's just have a little look at scale here. For scale, Sheffield, Rotherham, South, you know, that, that South Yorkshire area is on one level. Greater Manchester is an enormous kind of conurbation and merits having its own station right slap bang in the middle. As does Merseyside. So Liverpool should have that should have a, a, a connection through, hence why. And, and so you can see my lines that I've drawn around here, but actually that's not I've not finished this yet. That's kind of work in progress. So if I add in all these other lines, um, these might take a minute because they're a bit detailed. Um, if I add on all the other lines, you can see what the potential options then to connect through Liverpool are. Uh, sorry, through Manchester towards Liverpool are. Um, because uh, when this loads, which it has, good. Uh, yeah, you've got various options. Um, so you could have a station that kind of comes through, uh, connects on to this uh, alignment, uh, and whizzes over. Um, it could, you know, it whizzes over and it could take a, a kind of any of a variety of routes to then come across uh, on, a, on a new route into, into Liverpool. Um, you know, there's a variety of, of different options that, that are being proposed at the moment that include weaving through low level at Warrington, a bit ugly, and, and then some faster alignment stuff. And there's, there's all sorts of options in that direction about what, what, what you could do. Um, and it also then, of course, depends on, you know, the other thing then that you've got is that you've got that through the through connection heading northwards, but also you then have a through connection that allows you, depending on which direction you're coming in from Liverpool, 
would depend then on how you would wire that in. And also that would depend on what the, the, the orientation of the station would be as to how you wire in to get up to Bradford. Because getting up to Bradford, uh, you can see a variety of options there to get up to Bradford. Bradford, Bradford. Um, is then you whiz up to Bradford, connect up through into Bradford, and then across towards Leeds. Lots of different options for doing that. Um, in Bradford itself, there's the different options about how you get to the... This, by the way, this is where the, the new Bradford station should be. Um, is there is the, the at the market was it St James Market is that what it is I made that might have made that up anyway uh, so yeah so that's the kind of the, the route that you take to get across you know, various options of routes um, this is a tease for a future episode by the way um, and uh, yeah um, yeah this is the, the, the future episode will be you know, what should the future high speed rail network uh, of, of of GB look like oh sorry of UK look like because um, spoiler alert oh look what's that over there. Oh, anyway, um, so there you might notice some other things going on. Well, that's because we need to whiz over. It's 8 o'clock, so I need to hurry up. Um, the last city we're looking at is Leeds. Leeds Station. Uh, Leeds Station, which, um, because there's not much capacity in the East-West Court, uh, kind of axis, it requires extra thinking about what they do. So currently the proposal was to have a terminal T. But again, I don't like having terminal... I don't like that. I, I, it, it's, it's a messy use because you do want to have some trains continuing. So it means that either you build a, you've got an entire separate railway line that then bypasses Leeds, which again I don't, I don't know. Just have it through station, bypass Leeds, which doesn't make any sense. Again, complicated service pattern. Or you come into Leeds and run out of Leeds and do something about having a high speed, uh, high speed set of high speed platforms in parallel with the existing east west station axis. And that's what I think we should do, um, because whilst the current proposals have the you know his, his uh, HS2 coming up, well the current not the current proposals, sorry the pre-IRP proposals, HS2 comes up and and, and, and connects up and, and has this sort of T platform here, uh, there. So this, this let me just get rid of my scribbles. This this line here, this is this is HS2 phase two B Eastern leg. There it is. As, as cancelled and then it includes this bit up here the, the, the bit that goes uh, this bit here is the the weird connection that goes up to then link towards the northeast it's like well, well that's a whole section of pointless high speed line don't don't have that so instead what i think they should do and i'll show you the full thing in a minute is come up from this side and make this the through 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 line run into leeds you at this point so exist currently you don't need to expand uh, you don't need to four track through through leeds um because you would just have NPR and um, suburban services using it, whereas under my proposals you would have to four-track um, Easter Leeds. So you go for the old four-tracking Easter Leeds. Uh, you've got this kind of slow thing around through Neville Hill. It's a bit slow through here and through the kinks out of Leeds, and you might decide to do you know alternative things. And don't get me wrong, I will be looking at alternatives kind of for this connection. But you think about that. Um, but what you do in Leeds, and to do this, I'm going to zoom in via me Google Earth. So just to show you what I mean by that. Um, depending on whether you're coming off the existing, that's probably easiest for me to get rid of all those extra lines at this point, actually. So I think I will do that. Let's just get rid of uh, this, 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 and this. Yes. So uh, the, the, that thick black line here is phase two B Eastern leg as previously proposed. Um, I propose to come off that. Actually, no, I wouldn't because I'd be using the Meadowhall route. So you'd use the Meadowhall route, continue off, the, turn off the Meadowhall route, come into Leeds, kind of following the um, 
the uh, which station is that actually? That's it's Loft House, isn't it? I'm trying to remember which former route that is coming in there. That's actually the the East Coast Main Line, isn't it? Uh, yes, that is the East Coast, That's actually currently the East Coast Main Line. So you kind of follow the East Coast Main Line uh, and making use of the existing industrial land as best you can. Um, okay, that's an optimistic curve there. You might end up with a bit more of a kinky curve. Coming to Leeds, what do I do in Leeds though? Well, Leeds Station is a bit of a mess and the roof isn't anything fancy. It's a 2000 era thing. So double deck the station. I think you double deck the station. That's what I think you do. I think you double deck the station, you know. So that's what I propose to do, is have a double deck station and put the high speed uh, services on the top. So you put a load of big piles in um, and build and essentially build a freestanding viaduct over the existing station and put the high speed services onto it and build it as a as a as a four or six platform. Um, uh, people are saying I see a much straighter alignment out of Leeds that seems to use a road. Uh, it, uh, it, uh, there is a where oh where where oh here oh yeah the, the, no have fun with that that's you, you you'll not I mean if you can tunnel through under here then maybe but no I presume that's kind of what you're looking at anyway um there are potentially other options but I will investigate those those are kind of by the by the point is that I think what you do is double deck the station at least I think you bulldoze um the the canopy you put a double deck station on top. That's my thoughts, um, and have it as a uh, a four or possibly six platform station. Um, but you could you could essentially plan around and, and place that viaduct in there and keep it simple. But also you could kind of get quite an elegant structure out of it. Um, that's how I do that. That's how I do it. And you potentially get around the challenge of the of, of getting space for. Um, of the of the four tracking along here by keeping the two tracks elevated, so you essentially have a double stacked viaduct um, uh, coming out here. So you just have individual supports for the viaduct to sit on top of, rather than having to bulldoze all sorts of buildings and stuff. So there, I think there, I think there are opportunities uh, there, um, and then you'd have to drop down and run in parallel once you get down towards the kind of the big cutting. So you'd, you'd kind of drop down by that point. But there's there's things you could do, buildings you could bulldoze to to, to kind of achieve that. That's what I would do at Leeds. Um, and then at that point, you can then run along, out, uh, through York, uh, build your additional high-speed, um, kind of basically build your segregated high-speed lines along the East Coast Main Line, kind of basically turn the East Coast Main Line from slow, fast, fast, slow into slow, so fast, fast, or vice versa. Probably would have it slow, so fast, fast, um, with then widening and, and, and enhancing the high-speed uh, element of those those lines to be to, to modern standards. Um, bypass Nathalaton, uh, head up through the northeast, and that would be your main high-speed connection up to Newcastle. Uh, there you go. But that's for another day, of course. So, um, having having discussed all that and and teased a few things, I think it's time to to, to wrap up. Oh yeah, yeah, let's put the station on top. And um, we'll do we'll do faults at the end. Martha's here uh, saying, I still think you do something with local service that gets them off the existing east-west alignment uh, through Leeds. I, I'm not sure you need to necessarily, Martha. We could compare notes on that one. Um, but I think uh, double decker leads is what is is would be the ideal situation. I'm not suggesting HS2 should be stopped. Uh, you know the reality is we're going to get a bit of a botch. They they have the opportunity at Leeds to do something different where they don't elsewhere because Leeds more than anywhere else is is just off the map. They've just f f chucked the plans. So uh, yes, uh, do I think Crew should be bypassed on HS2? No, I don't because of the connections to North Wales. I think Crew is a good connecting hub for. 
quite a lot of stuff that enables you to get across to North Wales, uh, including potentially running those services over to North Wales and the existing network. So, um, so uh, Jack Elliott, what's the likelihood of you being in the room where these changes would be discussed if we were to get a new government? Not as unrealistic as you might think, actually. Um, uh, Jacob Cook, do you think oh, I've done that? Dave Franklin, what are my thoughts about separating NPR from HS2 through Manchester? It's not using the alignment via the airport. Um, I know there's a there's, George Mar, George Marshy, George. You know, you'll be watching this, I'm sure. I know that you put a lot of effort into the Cross North program, but I don't agree with making a snazzy name for a thing that doesn't exist because it confuses people. I'm all for people discussing option, options and changes and and better ideas, like I've just done in this whole episode. But don't 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 name it as if it's a real thing because it confuses people and potentially risks uh, the wind coming out of the sails of whatever the real proposals are. Always be careful of that. Uh, in terms of what I think about um, uh, in terms of what I think about splitting. NPR and HS2, I don't think they should be split. They, 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 what I do think should be split is the suburban services and the high-speed services. I think those should be split. So any proposals need to segregate those. Any proposals should not be mixing high-speed and suburban services. They need to be two separate networks. One of them is a suburban network and one of them is a, an in-city network. Um, so, oh my goodness. Uh, right, let me see. Do not... Uh, do not advocate for high speed uk uh, i have no time for those gentlemen i'm afraid sorry colin uh, and quentin i have no time for you um that's crayons by two engineers who don't know anything about how an operational railway works um and how, anything about timetable planning or anything about politics um and also seem to think they as individual as old individuals know better than a lot of very of, of younger more diverse engineers um do i think the euston cross style uh, station should have two or four platforms uh i don't know six platforms uh, again that that comes from an opera i've just drawn center lines those sorts of numbers come from um come from uh, answers about you know come from the operational modeling um uh, should the tories completely cancel hs2 and new government start again absolutely not no because the civil engineering has happened a lot of design development has happened a lot of political will has been built behind the existing proposals the pre-ir2 proposals um don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good tom is there merit in having the big hs2 stations outside urban areas but adding high frequency metros in through urban areas it depends on how viable it is i've, I've outlined where i think city center stations versus hub stations um out of you know parkway stations if you like are required uh south yorkshire hub state you know parkway uh east midlands as a as, as a hub station not 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 parkway because that's actually a thing um, whereas Greater Manchester Central City Centre Station, of course. Um, Martha Lauren, yeah, you're right. The whole thing, the whole HSUK thing, yeah, they just want to re restore Woodhead and the whole thing is drawn in order to achieve that. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Martha. That's literally the point. Anyway, right. I can get rid of my face and get on with this stuff. Um, so, uh, audio-only people, thanks for listening. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you along. Uh, please do rate the podcast. Um, uh, it'd be nice if we... Uh, I'm going to fold up my Stroop waffles before they get soggy or dry, whichever way around that happens. Um uh, yeah, but before uh, I forget what I was on about, yeah, please do rate. That's good. Uh, rating is good. Um, Patreon.com slash Gareth Dennis to support this happening. Uh, PayPal.me slash Gareth Dennis to throw loose change at me. GarethDennis.co.uk slash Discord for the chat to continue. Ad infinitum. Um, also, GarethDennis.co.uk for the merchandise, which I might add is, uh, is here. Uh, I've got the website up. 
there's quite a lot of merch. There's the the Cant Equation Formula mug and tops. There's the Not a Metro Sorter tops of various types. The absolutely abolish the Treasury mug, which doesn't seem to be doing stuff. Um, there's some Amphitros uh, merch. There's Build HS2 now. There's uh, Trans Support, absolute Trans Support. Uh, tees, jumpers, etc. There's some beanies. I've added beanies, folks. There will be a rail natter beanie soon, and possibly an Intercity 125 beanie as well, if I'm feeling generous. Um, there's What else have we got? There's, uh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Build HS2 now is is, is quite popular. Uh, there's Amphitross Social Republic mug. Uh, what else? Oh, there's the APT mug, which is quite fun. Uh, the, uh, the return of the Is This Mug, a Gadget Ban mug. Uh, a boss treasury. Oh, and also a range that I quite like from a tweet of mine from a couple of years ago that someone added me into. Like for some reason I spotted the other day. Uh, always let your inner ooze be outer ooze. You know, so uh, get involved in the merch for that one. Tops, tops, very nice. Uh, there's um, Hanford Puthwin. Uh, I always forget the middle bit, which is uh, yeah. Hanford Puthwin. Um, PG. Uh, the Slamfire PG traditional uh, classic uh, merch, and there's also uh, just white with multiple colours, including the mugs in variety of colours. Um, oh, that is a little one that you can hear, so that's my cue to end this. Uh, Institute 5, Institute, go get that. Um, oh, Lana. Anyway, so um, I'm going to uh, end the episode next week uh, using weird transport systems to break the Not a Metro Sorter. We're going to do Not a Metro Sorter. Um, stuff for you to um uh go to the uh we're gonna basically find weird transport systems and send them to me and we're gonna rate them i'm gonna disappear off that's that's it everyone uh i'm gonna put big face on and wave at you all <laughs> cheerio cheerio thanks for the, do chuck questions to me on twitter or discord if you haven't at me into discord or twitter and i'll answer them cheerio